What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the hardworking happy hour. I'm Sean. And I'm Catherine. And as always, we'll be breaking down all things trades, entrepreneurship, and turning your creativity into a passion, passion career. career. Oh, jinx. Yeah. <laughs> it's April Fool's. It is. Yeah. Did you prank Friday. anybody? Did you do any killer pranks? Um, We did that thing on Instagram where uh, Tony pretended like it was his last day. <laughs> And I felt like the joke was kind of on me, even though I knew it was an April Fool's joke. It just like felt so sad. I don't he know. He really sold it on the I know. Uh, on the Instagram story. He, I couldn't even watch it. He was a great actor. I couldn't even watch it. <laughs> I was so happy when like the 15 minutes was over and then we posted that it was a joke. Yeah. Uh, it really just put me through it. It was rough. <laughs> it was emotional. So it's a good thing that it's Friday. We're recording the podcast so I can have a brewski and just yeah. chill out. You need to unwind after that. Yeah. That was stressful. It was a... Heart wrencher. Anyway, yeah. What do we got? What do we got? Uh, what are we drinking? We are drinking some Rolling Rock. Oh yeah, this extra is extra pale. Why does it say extra pale? Does it always say that? I don't know. I'm extra pale. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so Especially I guess it's fitting. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what that means, but this is like a classic blue collar beer. Hmm. This is like your classic dive bar. Yeah. Two dollars. Every day of the week, on draft, Rolling yeah. Rock. I feel like this is my first Rolling Rock of adulthood. To oh, be really? Honest. Yeah, it's po- a good popular go-to. at like the college college scene. Oh yeah, big time. Um, and I feel like it has like a hint of cigarette butts in it. And I don't know if that. Oh jeez, I don't know if that's just like my memory. <laughs> yeah. Of that or no? If I think it, it is made with cigarette butts. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just a, a little taste bit of cigarette butts. Yeah. It's got cigarette like butt it. extract in it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. That's their special. That's their special ingredient. Yeah. That's the that's the rock, mm. the rolling rock. Mm-hmm. All right, we're getting sidetracked like already. Yep. Yeah, we're getting so <laughs> off the rails already. This week we're going to talk about work life balance. Yes, it's very a, important topic. It's very important. I would say something we're always learning and evolving in, and yeah, learning lessons in. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm really trying to get better at it. Yeah, I feel like I have come a pretty far way, but still a long way to go and it's something that's you kind of always have to be mindful of yeah. I think it's something you always have to work on because you know it not only it takes practice to kind of like learn how to disconnect and unwind and kind of separate yourself from work when you're at home but also it's a constant thing you always have to keep up on it it's not like you figure it out and then it's just good you, you yeah. constantly have to maintain it and there's highs and lows and there's weeks where it's a lot better and weeks where it's a lot worse. But if you're if you're just constantly thinking about it and it's on your mind, I think you can improve it a lot. And most business owners have a lot of room for improvement with that. Yeah. And I don't know if I don't know why I feel like it's so topical right now, but it seems like a lot of people have been like talking about this. Like it's something yeah. that a lot of people have on their mind that they want to work on. Yeah, I think. It feels like, you know, there's like the, did you ever end up, I said Gary V before and you were like, I don't know who Gary Vaynerchuk is. Yeah, I did. I did a little. Oh yeah. We talked about this. He's, he's like that crazy grind hustle energy where it's like, just get get out working. I would (laughs) go to a yard sales, flip that to, you know, build your business. And he's just like yelling and he's like, just all about grinding it out. Yeah. And, uh, I feel like, uh. At least from my perspective, it feels like that 
culture kind of like had its wave and now people are like that's not working for me i need yeah. i need some more peace of mind and more balance yeah because you I get burned like, out yeah but i do feel like those kinds of like i we we talked about him i looked him up and it was just a little too intense for me i don't yeah. love that that style of um enthusiasm Yelling. or whatever yeah. whatever he's got going on um but i do feel like those kinds of people play play a role at different points in your life because i have definitely been in both mindsets where i'm like wow i really need to like step back and like really focus on my personal myself yeah. and like really take my time with things and like i need to work through some things but then there's also been other times in my life where i'm like okay personal life great i need to hustle i need to work my ass off to get like to do all these things. And I needed that kind of like kick in the butt where people are like, no, you can't sleep. You got to eat, breathe and dream all your <laughs> dreams or whatever, you know, like, so yeah. I do think that those people, while not great all the time in moderation, it is kind of like, okay, yeah, I do need that kick yeah. in the butt. Or you also need the other people that are like mindfulness and like, yeah, So I think that it all comes in ebbs and flows and you kind of just got to go point. with what yeah. happens. Sometimes you need that little bit of, uh, you know, kick in the rear end to, yeah. to get yourself into gear when you're feeling. Oh, I said a curse word. Am you I did. Am I allowed to curse? You cussed. <laughs> I cussed. Am you, I allowed to curse on this? I'm sorry. I I'm so think sorry. Our boss is probably going to fire both of us. <laughs> probably. Good thing we don't have any sponsors yet. We'd lose them all. It'd be like <laughs> a huge, huge thing. I have to, when I upload this, I have to mark it clean or explicit. Now I'm going to have to go explicit. <laughs> I know it's, you said it's been that. clean you up until ASS. <laughs> that is. I was profane. talking about a donkey. Yep. Isn't that an appropriate word for a donkey? I don't think so. No? Maybe. I thought it was like the like you can call a female dog a bee. No, no not anymore. Not equivalent. No. <laughs> you're getting you're you're really on the highway <laughs> to getting canceled right now. Okay. You're 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 dancing I'm dangerously <laughs> close to being canceled. <laughs> I'm getting too controversial. I'm so sorry. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Back on track. Back on track. Sorry, clean family friendly podcast. <laughs> um yeah, I think I'm I kind of like lean more towards I don't know if I lean more towards that side of like just like over excitement and like yelling and all that kind of stuff, but I definitely am always in the mindset of like go go go. Yeah. And I think it's almost more for me like a mental thing. I'm not necessarily always um like physically doing something like working on, I mean, I do spend a ton of time editing videos and, you know, doing all kinds of stuff while I'm at home for work. But a lot of it is more just thinking about stuff either that I have to do or thinking of ideas. And that can be like just as distracting or even more distracting sometimes than just working and actually like being on the computer, actively doing something. You have to, excuse me <laughs> now you're getting fresh <laughs> i know this is going off the rails you have to like really practice actively disconnecting from that and being present with you know whatever you have going on at home your family yeah. your kids your dogs whatever you know but it's it's hard and it takes a lot of practice so that's kind of yeah. that's kind of where i'm at i'm i'm working on it yeah i would i i feel like it's always been something that's top of mind for me. So I do always try to work on it, but it's always evolving. It's always changing. So what's the hardest thing for you? Where do you, where do you see it come up the most and um, kind of give you, cause you don't really, it's not a problem until 
it causes a problem in yeah. another area of your would, life. So, like, I was what's the say, hardest thing? It's a problem. It's not a problem until somebody else points it out, and then you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Because I, um, in in my old life, I didn't like what I was doing. So I, when I came home, I was like perfectly happy to like, okay, shut the laptop down. I'm done. <laughs> and now I very much enjoy what I'm doing. So I have no problem working when I get home or. You know, if I'm sitting there watching TV, I'll be doing stuff on social media because that's part of my job now. So I enjoy it and I like it. And I don't really think of it as a problem because I'm like, you know, if I'm just like sitting on the couch, I don't have kids. So I'm like, this is me time. I can do whatever I want. (laughs) But then my husband will be like, can you like stop? Like (laughs) pay attention to me or do, you know, so it wasn't really a problem until until my husband pointed it out. And then I was like, okay, you know, even if it is like. It's work and I enjoy it. It's still good to set those healthy boundaries where you're yeah. like, okay. Yeah. You do need to take a time. Like, even if you don't think so, you need to take some time for yourself and just plug into something else. Because ultimately, once you do set those boundaries and you have that other thing, whatever that other thing is, whether it's your family or you have a hobby or whatever, excuse me, it's only <laughs> going to make you better at your job because you had that time to like shift your focus and then come back to your whatever you're doing with like fresh eyes and be recharged and yeah have a new mindset of why you want to do that definitely and uh yeah i think that is definitely exactly the same scenario for me where it's always somebody else usually sarah pointing it out like can you put that down like just stop yeah and i have to be really mindful of i think the social media aspect of it is really difficult because it's like a weird it's like a weird thing where you it's definitely a humongous part of our business but also a lot of the times that I'm like working on social media like at home I'm really just scrolling on my page like I'm not it's a fine line yeah I'm not like actively either responding to messages or comments or posting something it's like I'm just mindlessly scrolling so like that yeah I guess like to a small extent that could be like field research. Or... I know that's how I look at it. I'm like I'm yeah. scrolling, but I'm seeing what other people are doing. So I'm like, oh, I'm keeping up on the trends, or yeah. like, I'm getting inspiration in other ways. But I think it's a mostly way. it's uh at least for me, it's like a excuse to just mindlessly scroll and yeah. have it under the disguise of I'm working. Yeah, but that I'm happens really with not. TikTok with me. For the yeah. I'm like, oh, I got it. like I'll just sit here for a minute until I find like a trend that we can like we'll do a TikTok trend or something and yeah. I'll just scroll. And then I'm like an hour past. And I'm like, I yep. didn't find what I, a, I didn't find what I was looking for. And B now I'm just on like mm-hmm. makeup reviews or something like random. So yeah. it's not super helpful. Yeah. I feel like, and even if I'm not working, it just seems like wh- whether you're a business owner or whatever, like just being on your phone is like such a, a thing now that yeah. I'm trying to be more mindful of it to put it down and like disconnect from it a little bit. It's really hard to do though. And I saw a meme that was like, it was like marriage is yelling at your partner for being on their phone the one minute that you're not on your phone. (laughs) (laughs) And that's like so true. Me and Sarah do that all the time. It's like, (laughs) I'll put my phone down. I'll be like, you're always on your phone. (laughs) And then she'll put it down for a second and I'll be on my phone. And it's the same thing. And it's like, I feel like that's pretty much everybody. Yeah. So... We can all work on it. Yeah. We can all be more mindful of it. That is true. Um, but speaking of the phone thing, it is like after I do do like a mindless scroll, I'm like, I just mindlessly scrolled for an hour. I could have done literally anything. Yeah. I could have done any of my hobbies. I could have gone for a walk. I could have taken my dogs for a walk. I could have done yeah anything that would have been more 
mentally productive and stimulating than just like scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And it's weird because it's not like it's so mindless and like you could zone out and like not even know where a half hour goes. Yeah. But you're not like recharging. It's not like you're like clearing your mind and doing meditation. It's like the complete opposite. It's stressful. It's like the worst of everything that you could do. You're you're not doing anything or being productive, but your mind is not resting at all. It's actually like racing because you're seeing like all this information Mm -hmm. shot into your face. And then it makes it harder to like just calm down when you put your phone down because you're like, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. So Yeah, I feel like mine always shows me like politics or current events or I'm like, "Ah, this is now I'm stressed. Yeah. Not only what I was trying to sit here and relax. Yeah. Now I'm angry. Now I lost an hour and apparently I got to save the world because yeah. everything's going going to hell. Well, anyway, yeah. so I think we have established that uh, at least the both of us have a lot to work on in this department. Yeah. I think a lot of people can relate to it. Some people uh, are better at it than others. Um, I do. But since you brought up, like, there are those people that are on social media where it's like, other like a hustle guru or like the opposite yeah. end of the spectrum is like a mindfulness guru. Yeah. Like who is the ultimate work balance. life balance guru? Who who has figured it out? Who has the perfect work life balance? Um wow, that's a good question. I don't know if there's anybody that I can really Ah, that's tough. I think it would seem like somebody that is especially on social media like somebody who their family is involved with what they're doing. Whether it's like a husband or a wife or it's like a whole family YouTube channel or something Mm. like their work is being together and all doing the same thing. You know what I mean? What if they get sick of each other? Find a new family, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That seems like too much time together. I don't know. I, I very much love okay. my husband. I would, if we worked together, I would be like, you got to get out of my face, man. Yeah. I think me and Sarah would be like that too, because that did because happen. That's exactly, <laughs> what <laughs> that's exactly what happened. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's a yeah. really tough dynamic. Yeah. Like who's in charge? You know? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got Both want to be in charge. That's I what makes no it difficult. Idea. Yeah. So. Pat and I, I was trying to refinish a desk the other day for my niece. Yep. Something I am like perfectly capable of can do everything don't need any opinions of anything and he comes over and he's like trying to micromanage me doing my yeah my task and i'm like this you, you gotta get out of my face man i know <laughs> i know that <laughs> i know that you can do this and i know that i can do this we don't have to do it together yeah i don't want any input in here yeah so i can't imagine having to like run a business together okay so that's not a good example of i mean i mean there there are people that it works for but yeah some people that it i don't know I, I can't think of anybody that like you know, because even like these mindfulness people, it's like you see a lot of them and they're on social media a lot, posting yeah. and doing stories and whatever. Well, that's, yeah, and that's why I feel you like know? the mindfulness stuff, like I love it. I love the mindfulness stuff. But at a certain point, I feel like that's always like, take your time, be patient with yourself. And I'm like, well, sometimes I need, I don't need that. Sometimes I need somebody to kick me in the butt and be like, get to get it. Get to it. Like yeah. you've got, you've got stuff to do. Like, yep. So sometimes that's too much. Yeah, I agree. So. It's yeah, a constant struggle. I think we all can can work on it. And now we're going to, I think we could go into some tactics that uh, not yeah. have, have helped me, some things that I've implemented in my life, which have been a huge help. 
And uh, I think you have some some studies. You have some have great some inf- studies. <laughs> you have some great information <laughs> that you're going to present to us. So yeah. Um, so I'll just go through, I guess, a couple things that have really helped me okay. um, take things off my plate because as a business owner, you can always be doing something. You always feel like there's more to do. Um, and the biggest thing for me, I'd say two things, uh, delegation, giving some responsibility to somebody else. Um, we've done that a lot with you. You've taken over a lot of stuff with social media and, um, taking over all of the inquiries that come in and just a, a lot of stuff. Anthony is starting to take on more, uh, stuff that, I used to do like uh, material takeoffs and, and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that is probably one of the biggest things that has helped me not only have more time, but just not be stressed thinking about it. Yeah. You know, not having I, that like thing on my mind weighing me down. Yeah. And I think the delegation thing for you at first was really hard. But yeah, then once you realize, yeah. But like yeah. once you realize like, okay, I'm doing this because of this. Yeah. That probably helps. Like, okay. Or when you like see the fruits of it, like I yeah. delegated this thing. It was scary, but now it's done and that person is handling it and I have all this extra free time to fill in with. Yeah. Whatever. whatever. And my other big problem is as soon as I do free up time and delegate something, I just add like two or three more things Backfill onto it. my plate. I'm just <laughs> like, okay, now I have all this time. I can do all these like things that were on my, you know, my vision board or whatever. Yeah. That we can dive into. So that's something I have to kind of like temper and like just give myself some some space with that and not take on too much just because I got something off my plate. But that is that was and still is really hard for me to delegate stuff. But yeah. as soon as I do it, it's like it's almost like just like that very initial thing of giving up the control of it yep. and thinking that thinking that it's like a hard task, first of all, that nobody else can figure out when it's like the simplest thing. And then you finally do it. And it's like, this person's instantly like better at this than me. And I've been doing it for all this time. Not very well. Like editing, (laughs) editing photos. You're like, yeah, I know how to use uh, illustrator or what is it? I don't even know. I use Lightroom for Lightroom, but yeah. And like I had some other program that like I sort of knew how to do. And you were like, yeah, I, I think I can do that. And I send it over and then like for the first like five minutes, I'm like really wanting to micromanage and like show you how to do it. And then like two minutes later, you're doing like all this stuff that I was like, I didn't know you, you could do that on a computer. And it's been just so great. Yeah. And you're so much better at it. So well, thank you. I need to I need to be better at just being open to get stuff off my plate. Yeah. Especially the stuff I'm not not that good at. So yeah, those should always be the first things to go. Yeah. Find somebody better at it than you, and then you'll be like, not only do I have all this free time, but... It's getting done it's, at a higher yeah, level. It's level yeah. up now. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's something that I, I actually do always think about. Um, I mean, we've talked about on the podcast many times all the things that I'm not good at, and I have a few a few skills, I think, um, in a couple areas, but most things I'm not that great at, and it reminds me of Andrew Carnegie, who said... He was very humble. He was like a billionaire making money on trains or something, right? Or steel. Carnegie was steel. I think it was steel, yeah. Yeah. But he said, I was just very fortunate to surround myself with people that were much smarter and more capable than me. 
Yeah. So that's kind of how I like to look at things. Like I want to bring people around me that are better than me at, you know, everything, everything that they're doing. I want them to be the expert, not me. So something to think about. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Did you have something other than delegation? or I did. I did. Do you want me Wrote to? Wrote down here. Yeah. Um, so the other one kind of goes hand in hand with that, and it's automation. Not like robots or, you know, anything scary <laughs> like that. But one of the biggest things that has streamlined our business was really at like the beginning of COVID, we decided, all right, we're just like now is a good time to say we're not going to do site visits anymore. Because uh, I used to do uh, appointments nights and weekends. And when you get in that cycle, it's like it's just so easy to spend all of your time either at work or doing estimates and you get in this cycle that like it's really hard to break out of. So once we stopped going on site and making all of our inquiries, go to our website and fill out a form, it was, it made the biggest difference in amount of time uh, I had to, to just do other stuff because most of the time I was going out to see people, it was a waste of time. It wasn't going to be a good fit anyway. Now yeah. they can go to our website. They can get all the information that like they can essentially weed themselves out, see if they're going to be a good fit for us. If they think that they are after reading all this information, they can reach out to us. They can send us pictures and we can do everything over the phone and through email. Basically until we're ready to like finalize a design and go into the build process. So just doing that. And I think it took COVID like all the social distance to be like, okay, because of this, we're not going on site right now. We're doing yeah. everything virtual. And it just showed that it works so much better this way. And it saves me so much time and nothing, if anything, it's just made our, our leads and everything so much better. So we didn't lose anything from not going on site anymore. We just gained a ton of time. Better clients are the ones that are, uh, sending us emails because they have read all of our information. They know what we do. So I would say that is another thing. Work-life balance. Put that in your repertoire. Yeah. That's a really good one because I feel like, excuse me, there are so many, it's really hard to, to do a job and you know what you're doing. You've done the same thing for years. You've already got your processes in place. And then it's hard to like step, take it, take a step back, look at how you're doing things and be like, okay, well, where can I automate things? Where can I make things better? Because you're just so used to doing them. Then you're going to be like, okay, well, we didn't, you know, do that because of X, Y, and Z. So that's why we can't make that faster. I'm just going to do it the way that I've always done it. But if you, there are people like consultants that you can hire to like look into your business and find those places where you can, not that you did that, but I'm saying that for other people, if you, if you feel like you can't step back and have like a, that like, Higher level. Yeah, like, higher yeah. level look at what you're doing. Or hire somebody new. And then they can look at it and be like, okay, this is where I would make things faster. Or, yeah, you know, there's people always get in those mindsets of like, well, I, you know, this is the best I can do. This is the best I'm doing because this is how I've done it my whole life. Yeah, But it's always so important to take a step back and be like, okay, I did it this way for so long because it was working. But how can I make that faster? Yeah. I think... I get in uh, in periods like that where it just feels like it's really hard for my brain to like disconnect from how we're doing things and like step back and see how we can like 
regain control of whatever's going on. Like some yeah. of our processes are, you know, crazy and they're not fine tuned yet. And sometimes it feels like you're inside of that and you can't like get a hold on it. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing for me that breaks me out of that is it's a mindset shift. And the best way for me to do that is just by like listening to podcasts, um, mm-hmm. reading books, and it doesn't always matter like what the subject matter is in that like you don't have to read a book follow those exact instructions but it just like it does something to my brain where it it gets me out of like this muscle memory way of doing things and it helps me to like open up my my brain to to look at other ways and that's always been really helpful to me that's so true it's like a mindset shift yeah like when i read that book how to win friends and influence people that was called Mm -hmm. i always say backwards is that right? How to win friends and influence people. Yeah. yeah. Um, How many friends have you won? <clears throat> so many. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> no, but I feel like nothing in that book wasn't like everything in that book was something I already knew. Like it was like, okay, these things make sense when they're written out that way. Yeah. But like just having that reminder of like, okay, shift your mentality. Like these are like basic things. Like, okay. Remember if you tell names. yeah, remember people's names. If you tell people this, they suck, they're gonna hate you. If you like encourage them, they're gonna like you. Like yeah. it's pretty basic tips, but then just having that reminder. Yeah. And that's why in the book it says like read it once a year to remind yourself. Like you need that reminder. You need that mindset shift of like okay, I gotta fix things. Yeah. How do I get things together? Yeah. You just gotta fix your mindset. It's all mindset. It's all in your mind. Reality is just what your mind creates out of. <laughs> I don't know, air or whatever. Anyway. Yeah. So that was a good one too. That was, yeah. Delegation, Thank you. automation. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. I'm glad that you thought that was a good good tip for everybody. It is, yeah. Yeah. Are you being condescending to me right now? Or are you? No, I didn't know if you were. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I think those are two really good tips. Okay, thank you. Um, do you want to you you present had... some, of this, some of this research to us? You, did you not want to go with the last one of your things? Oh, what's the last one of my thing? Chill the F out. Yeah, just chill the F out, everybody. (laughs) Sometimes you can get so caught up in just like, go, go, go. And I want to get to my next goal. I want to just, I don't know. That's how I, that's how I operate. I'm just like a very, like, I don't know, wound up person that like needs to always be onto the next thing. Yeah. So that's really Probably the most difficult thing for me is my mind races. I'm always thinking of new ideas. I get excited about what could be next. What's the next possibility? Where could we go with this business or, you know, a design idea or anything like that? So I need to remind myself, hey, Sean, chill the F out. Yeah. Just relax. <laughs> you're going to blow a gasket. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna, you're just going to blow a fuse and you're going to be burned out. Yeah. And we talked about on the podcast before how I've I've had issues with anxiety. Obviously, you know it's yeah. no brainer. I'm I'm too I'm too go 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 around too tightly. <laughs> I need to chill the f out. <laughs> need to chill the f out, and yeah. uh, that's something that's something you need to remind yourself of. Like, there's times to work and grind it out, but then there's also times to chill the f out. Yeah, and do it with the people that you love. Yeah. All chill the F out together. Solid advice. You know, just lay on the couch, watch watch a little family feud with Steve Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
One of our favorite household activities. <laughs> I love Steve Harvey. We should get him on the podcast. Mm. I'll call his people. Okay, perfect. <laughs> All right, so we did a we did a Google, a Google a quick Google of like tips. I'm gonna get another rolling rock. Yeah, I'll take another. Another rolling rock. Yes, please. Down to the bottom of mine. All right, so I looked up a Google. Uh, I looked this up can on you hear Google. The, these clanking? Yes, oh, you sure can. can. You sure go. can. <laughs> Thank you. We want this to be a very a visceral, a visceral yeah. experience for our listeners. I feel like we spend too much time together because I keep like. We keep finishing each other's sentences. Like, I know exactly what you're going to say. Say. I was going to wow. say that. But yeah. Uh, the same thing happened with me and Pat. Did it? Because we, we, and that was even worse because I picked them up every day. Yeah. So we were in the car <laughs> on the way to work and on the way back. And uh, it got like really weird where we would like say the exact same thing all the time. Like <laughs> probably every other day. Oh, so, yeah. All right. Well. Anyway. Uh, right, what okay. did you find on this so, uh, web of infinite knowledge? So I found a Forbes article, which Forbes, yeah, reputable, I guess. So this is their; these are their steps to uh, work-life balance. Okay. I actually found a bunch of articles, and I have all of them, but we'll start with Forbes. Okay. Uh, let go of perfectionism. Ooh. Which that's a tough one because I feel like you're either that's either your mindset or that's not your mindset, and that's a really tough one to let go of. Yeah, I don't even know if I agree with that one. <laughs> let go of perfectionism. I mean, I don't know how that's going to really like contribute to a better work-life balance. What do you think? Um, I would say stop punishing yourself when you're yeah. not perfect, but I feel like you should always strive to be at least better. Yeah. No one should be better. I mean, no one should be perfect. It's impossible. No one can be perfect is what I meant to say. Yeah. But you should always strive to be better. Yeah. It should always be your goal. No matter what. In any aspect of your life, you should always just strive to be better. Strive for excellence, not perfection. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. That's what that's what we shoot for. But yeah. there's always every single job we do, everything that, that we do, I'm always like, oh, you know, we could have done this a little bit different. There's always little mistakes. You're always learning, yeah. so That's true. Maybe I don't I don't vibe with this one because I'm not despite what a lot of people say, a lot of people think I'm a perfectionist. I'm really not. Yeah. I just strive for excellence. I just yeah. want to be as good as I can be. I feel the same way. Yeah. Learn lessons and strive to be better than you used to be. Yeah. Only I... compare yourself to who you were yesterday. Exactly. All right. So. That one was okay. Hey, vibe with yeah. it if you want. And if not, then what does Forbes know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number two. Unplug. Duh. All right. <laughs> That one's a simple one. Yeah. That's, I mean, it makes sense, but it is hard. That's by <laughs> far the hardest thing to do. It is absolutely insane how addicted to our phones everybody is. Yeah. I feel like I am really good with it if I, um, like, if I have my phone on me, I can't, I can't, I physically can't unplug. But if I'm, like, somewhere yeah. kind of out and, like, out wherever and I like put my phone away or it's in the car or something, then I'm good at not thinking of it. Yeah. But like, can you imagine going away for like a four day weekend and just not looking at your phone the entire time? It sounds like, I don't know if it would be torture the entire time <laughs> or if like after like day two, you like get this like, like just feeling of pure bliss. 
<laughs> like it's just like nothing but pure anxiety and then finally you let go of that and then it's just bliss. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds impossible. It sounds impossible. It sounds completely impossible, but I know people do that. But then I would get to a point where I'm like not even that I'm unplugged from like work or whatever. I'd just be worried that my yeah. mom's gonna call me because there's an emergency or something. Yeah. Like that never happens, but I know in my brain it's gonna happen the ten minutes I don't have my phone. Yeah. I always think like people used to not have cell phones. And like exactly. like every time that I go anywhere in my car, like we just went to Rhode Island for JLC. Mm-hmm. Imagine if we didn't have cell phones. I'd be scared the entire well, first off <laughs> we'd never make it there because Yeah, I can't read a map. I'm horrible with directions. Yeah. And I would just be scared the entire time that we would break down somewhere and not be yeah. able to reach anybody. People it's used terrifying. to figure it out, but I guess. <laughs> I, I guess I understand like when people are like, these millennials are soft. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we, I can't navigate anything without GPS. Yeah. No, but, I don't. I, I do not know how people used to do it. Yeah. But Unplug. Unplug is a good one. It's, it's, it's a good one, but. It's, it's the most obvious one, but it's also the most difficult. Yeah. It's almost impossible. Yeah. Just give up. Just we should just merge with our phones, <laughs> and we won't have to worry about that. Cause yeah, yeah. Wasn't that like an episode of um, Black Mirror? Uh, I've only seen a couple that? episodes of oh. that because it's too scary. <laughs> it is a little scary. It's so freaky. But they, I forget if it's like contacts. I might be merging like a bunch of different shows, but I think it was like you put in this like contact, and then it's kind of like Google Glass used to be yeah. when that was a fake thing. You put it in contact and then you like see you can have you have everything your phone has, but it's like already part of you. Yeah. And you just think it. Yeah, I don't I don't know. That show's scary. That show is really scary. It's like so freaky it's because really it's weird. like it's like you're looking into the future. Like some of that stuff is like actually gonna happen and it's kinda kinda crazy. Yeah. So unplug, Ooh. yeah, that's a great one. Okay, unplug. What else we got? Um Exercise and Meditate, which Done. Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. Love those two things. Oh, should we uh should we talk about our as like a little sidebar? We had set out goals. Mm-hmm. So everybody's probably familiar with 75 hard. Yep. I think it's too hard. <laughs> I just think it's too extreme. Nobody can live nobody can exist in extremes. So why yeah. do that? Yeah. Why do that? And I Let's get, try for attainable. I get that it's more, it's like a, it's not supposed to be sustainable. It's It's supposed to like. It's supposed to be hard. Yeah. That's what they always say. Do they say that? It's supposed to be hard. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't vibe. I don't know. I can't vibe with that. I don't vibe with it just because if I'm going to create these goals or like hit these milestones, I want them to be like long term and sustainable. Yeah. Like, why would I do that for 75 days and then. Then it's like, oh, God, thank God that's over. I'm never going to do any of those things again because I'm so exhausted of doing them. Yeah. I want to do long-term things. I agree. Obviously, because we set some goals. (laughs) So we tried out what we called a 10-week attainable goal. Yeah. Turns out it wasn't attainable because we both failed. (laughs) We both failed. and But we've realized. But we've revamped and we've rebranded. We pivoted. We pivoted. And we realized what was actually... What was important to us? Yeah. So we had on there, um, well, initially it was 100 burpees yeah, a day. Yeah, that was the one that was like really. You just didn't like the burpees. I don't think I did it day one. Like I did yeah. 60 burpees and then I was like, A, I hate burpees. Yeah. 
I'm going to throw up all over the floor. These things suck. Yep. And then I, I, I modified it by doing 60 burpees and then 30 minutes of something like yoga or whatever. But And then I got the pedal-ton. So then yeah. I started pedal-toning. Yeah. Follow me on there at Premier Outdoor. <laughs> <laughs> I got like seven followers. Yeah. Um. So we really, that one kind of shifted. Yeah. But the, shifted. the main thing behind that was exercise. Right. Physical activity. Yeah. So like the Forbes article states. Mm-hmm. And then we also had, what was it, 15 minutes of meditation. Mm-hmm. 10 pages of reading. Yep. Uh, do one nice thing for somebody. Yeah. That one was that one was tough because it was really easy to turn any regular thing into <laughs> yeah, convince yourself that, that it was a nice yes, thing. Yeah. Like, yeah you're I like, went to work. You all and, got paid this week. That's my nice thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we have to. So. Yeah. Um, I think we can do something. We I think we can revamp that one to be like more of a concrete type of thing yeah because uh i was getting really good at um just taking normal everyday things and (laughs) chalking them up as a nice deed for the day yeah uh what else do we have on there uh outdoor walk for 20 minutes 20 minutes walking outside yeah um we had a lot of things on there yeah there was a bunch of stuff i used 5 a.m workout or 5 5 a.m wake up was on there too yeah there's a couple other things but I think that, anyway, was, that was the majority it was, of it. Oh, journaling. Journaling. Yeah. That was the one, yeah. I think that's, I think that was everything. But we kind of realized that that's a, it was probably detracting from our work-life balance because it was like too many tasks. Yeah. It was too many tasks to check off every day. And we did it for a while. And I think we realized which ones were the most beneficial for us. So yep. we have revamped that. Yes. Uh, are we still calling it 10-week attainable? Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Or should we rebrand it like 10 week achievable? Okay. Okay. Make achievable. Yeah. We got to work on a book. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, every day we're going to do the reading, the exercise and the meditation. Yep. 10 pages of reading. A lot of, a lot of days, you know, you start with 10, but you're like, ah, I'm enjoying this. I'll keep going. But minimum of 10. Yeah. 30 minutes exercise. What do we do? 10 or 15 minutes meditation? I think 15. 15. I f- yeah. I, 10 is usually what I do, so I would like to challenge myself a little bit more. There you go. And maybe we should add, like, we do our REM every day. Yep. Reading, reading exercise, exercise meditation. meditation. And then, like, a dealer's choice where we do one of the other things from the other list. Because I do still like the nice things. I like the outdoor walk. Yeah. I don't vibe with journaling. I like, yeah, I want to be good at it. And I, I hated doing uh, nice things for other people. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm just kidding. That was the times that I actually did like go out of my way to do something, uh, you know, just abnormally nice. I mean, that sounds weird to say abnormally nice to some, but like buy coffee for a stranger or something like yeah. that. Like it did feel good and it's so easy yeah. to do. So I do like that one. I like, Wild card every day. Yeah. One yeah. wild card every day. Okay. I like that. I like it. Keeps it fun, too. Yeah. Anything right. with a wild card's fun. If you want to join us on our 10-week attainable journey. <laughs> Sign up for our app at 10weekat.com. And join right. our Facebook, closed Facebook group. It's only $1,000 a day. Yeah, you got to pay for it. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, that was enough on exercise and meditation. We're yeah. good. We're good on but that. But we like that one. That do, one's good. We do like that yeah. one. Uh, limit time wasting activities and people. Oh, cutthroat. Get those people out of your life. Hey, it is what it is. You know. I yeah. I actually kind of I do vibe with this. I <laughs> yeah this. yeah. If they're not for you, get them out. And. I think that becomes more and more important as you get older because you have more responsibilities. Mm-hmm. You have to be more particular with your time because you only have That's a limited so amount true. of time. Yeah. And, you know, spend it with the people that are worth spending it with that you want to spend it with. Absolutely. You know? And and don't spend it with if people are like draining you and you don't. That's only worsening your life, your work life balance, because then you're not even enjoying your free time. You're. That's true. Just upset about your free time. Yeah. So, so cut those people out. Get them out of there. Unless they're family. Then work on patching it up. <laughs> but if Sometimes you can't, so. <laughs> yeah. But if it's just a, you know, sometimes old friends, that's what they are. Yeah. They're old friends. Yeah. It's true. So that's what do true. they say? You are the average of five. You're the average of your five friends, your five closest friends. Yeah. So it's. Yeah, something along those lines. Yeah. And then the other one, if you hang around five lazy people, you will be the sixth. Exactly. If you hang around five motivated people, you will be the sixth. Yep. So keep that in mind. I love that. Time-wasting activities. I feel like that's like... What 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 activity do you do that wastes, most, that wastes the most time? Other than scrolling on your phone, because we already covered that. Um... Scrolling on my phone, but also I've I've recently, I mean, everybody knows Wordle. Yeah. Wordle, I started getting into pretty good, but like it was, it's so easy. Like it's almost mm. impossible to not get it in five guesses or whatever you get or six guesses. Yeah. So then I started doing Quirtle where you're doing four <laughs> puzzles at the same time and I'll yeah. do them, I'll do 10 or 15 of them in a row. Yeah. And I just, I love doing it. It gets me like all jacked up and I feel like. I don't know. Like, it's making me smarter, but I feel like it's just making me better at this one very specific game. <laughs> <laughs> but it feels like it is mental training. Yeah. I don't know if it's really helping me, but I've been wasting a lot of time playing that game. Yeah. What else? That- I don't, I don't, I don't really do like anything. Like, I yeah. maybe watch, maybe I watch a little bit too much TV. How much TV do you watch? Not much. Yeah, I was gonna say it doesn't seem like you watch that much TV. Yeah, not really. Huh. But any amount of TV is probably too much, some people would say. Yeah. My newfound time waster is watching planes. (laughs) (laughs) That is never a waste of time. (laughs) Anytime a plane goes by, everyone stops and looks at it. Yeah. And then I downloaded an app that tells me where these planes are going. And I'm spending a lot of time, and it's like, especially when we're in the van. If we're outside, it's like, okay, I look, and then I'm done. But if yeah. we're in the van, I'm looking, and then I've stopped, like, reading a contract or whatever I was yeah. doing, and then I have to, like, reacquaint myself with what I was doing. And it's harder to see the planes in the van because it's you got to, like, see. Yeah. you know, wrench your neck looking out the window. And that's something that everybody made fun of me for because uh, I am very and childlike do it. <laughs> in that way that anytime I hear a plane, and especially a helicopter, I have to look at it. <laughs> and then I've been seeing like apparently there's like memes about this. That's just like a thing that like dads do. It's like yeah. looking at planes. I mean, it's just cool. You hear yeah. a plane, you look at it, and you're like, whoa. 
<laughs> that's just flying up there in the sky. Yeah. Especially when you see a cool one. We saw ones like that were like fighter jets today. Yeah. They got crazy cool. planes down there. That was pretty cool. Cargo planes and like just, it's fun looking at planes. Yeah. Live in the it moment. It is fun. Don't give that one up. I, I, I like it. I do yeah. like it. But. What else? Give us give us a real answer. What What's your biggest time waster? My biggest time waster? Yeah. Um. Definitely my phone, but beyond that. Um, I don't know. I guess I, I'm very, I love like time management. So I feel like I'm pretty good with my time, but. So just the phone, just the phone. And maybe in the morning, I like love having a really slow morning. Like I get up, like this is why I wanted to wake up at 5am so I could wake up slowly. Yeah. But then I'm like wasting a bunch of time in the, in the morning. Like there's like a half an hour where I just need to like sit and do nothing to wake up. That's a waste of time. I should wake up and get to getting. Nah, I mean, I don't know. That seems really nice. Yeah. Are you are you are you sitting there scrolling on your phone the whole time? No, I don't in the morning. There you go. I think that's nice. It's but being, like it's I'm like staring at a wall. I'm like not yeah. like that's okay. Or I'll just like slowly make coffee. I think that's fine. I think you can give yourself a pass on that one. All right. Well, so you're already gonna, at the pinnacle of efficiency. I, you have nothing so. that wastes your time. <laughs> Other than my phone, which does waste a ton of time. Yeah. I need I, to, uh, maybe I'll do it. Um, we should do audits. We should do life audits and see where our time goes during the day, where our wasted time is. That's a, yeah, that's a pretty good idea. Because with the 10-week achievable, we have a calendar and mm-hmm. we have those three things, reading, exercise, meditation, and excuse me. We have uh, three X's that we each get if, and the next day we ask, okay, did you exercise? Boom, you get an X if you did, and it's just a good way of like putting it right in your face. It's going to be right here in the van, yep. and we're going to have to keep ourselves accountable because if not, you get no X. We should do stickers or something at the end of the week. <laughs> oh, you get a yeah. Prize. Gold star. Yeah. Oh, we anyway. Should, we should... We should do some sort of reward system. Do a prize box? Yeah. I was always like the bad kid in school that like got prize box. Mm. You probably didn't. Wait, you got the prize box if you were bad? Like the bad kids, like we had like, uh, I don't know, we called them specials where like it's like art, music, gym. Um, That's usually where like the bad kids would be real bad. Mm -hmm. And that's where I would always get in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) So my homeroom teacher, we had the prize box. And if I was good in the special, I would get a sticker. <laughs> and this was up until like <laughs> seventh or eighth grade. <laughs> and then at the end of the week, if I got enough stickers, I would get uh, prizes. It was oh, cool. okay. Yeah, yeah I didn't. I was have one that. of those kids. <laughs> we had it at our at our Sunday school church, uh, whatever the kids go to, whatever it's called, Sunday school. Yep. And. If we went a couple weeks in a row, we got Beanie Babies. That's how they bribed Ooh. us to go to church. We got Beanie Babies, that which at like, the time was yeah top tier, top tier prize. Seems like a weird way to trick kids into going <laughs> to church. It worked. I was there yeah. every week. I worked for those Beanie Babies. Yeah. Uh. Okay, next. They're worth like millions of dollars now, aren't they? I think so, yeah. yeah. I think so. That uh, tub in my parents' basement, I'll have to go yeah. search that's your retirement that's your retirement tub (laughs) (sighs) all right next 
Uh, change the structure of your life. Okay. I mean, all right, geez. That just... Dang. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Do they elaborate on it at all? No. No? Nope. Anybody can be writing articles these days. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, that's okay, but it... So I was talking to my brother on the way here mm-hmm. and told him what the podcast was going to be about, and the, the advice he gave was set a schedule and stick to it. Yeah. So... That's a really important one. Yeah. Um, I totally agree with that. And I yeah. like what we were talking earlier when I said, like, okay, you have these goals. Where are you going to fit that into your day? Like, I think yep. that is super important if you're like, okay, I want all these vague things or goals or whatever. But then you don't actually sit down and be like, okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to exercise for 30 minutes. Where can I fit that into my day? Yes. You're never going to do it unless you actually sit down and think, I'm going to do that from 530 to 630 every morning because that's yep. when I have my free time. Yeah. So I like it in that way, but that's kind of vague. Yeah. Set your the whole schedule. structure of my life needs to get yeah. out of here. I feel like most of my structure is pretty <laughs> solid. It's pretty good. I got a pretty good handle on most things, sort of. Yeah. At least 50-50. So, Mr. Forbes, you don't know me. <laughs> get out of but my life. it reminds me of the thing my brother said, which was set a schedule and stick to it. Yeah. Which Love that. Which is brother? Really, uh, this was Rob. Okay. I don't know if he's put this in practice for himself or not, but it was of <laughs> wise words at the moment. Thanks, Rob. So thank you. Does he listen to the podcast? Uh he said send me a link and he was gonna listen to it, but he thought it was like a live thing. And I was like, no, mm. no, no, it's gonna, it's gonna come out on Monday. <laughs> so he hasn't been listening to it to this no. point. No. And then he said, Okay, well call me and put me on speakerphone <laughs> when you record it. And I was like, All right, sure. Mm. But obviously I didn't do that. Yeah. Sorry, Rob. Sorry, Rob, but thanks for the yeah. for the info. Yep. All right. All right. Do we got one more on there? One more. Okay. Start small and build from there. That is a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. Like, especially when you're trying to implement new things. A lot of people, myself included, they want to do everything all at once and like change every aspect of their life. Starting today, we're I'm just gonna do everything different. Yeah. And that's really hard to stick to. And the success rate of that strategy, not so great. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that. Uh, that's how lasting habits are made. You start small. Yep. That's why. That's my beef with 75 hard. Yeah. You're just going too crazy all at once and it's never going to stick because you're going to hate it by the time you're yeah. done. You need to start small. That's how habits form. I feel like that could be a good challenge for people that like really have a hard time sticking with anything, you know, like it's not teaching you to, you know, become a better exerciser or better read. It's, it's more just like, it's a really hard goal and just being able to stick to it kind of permeates other aspects of your life. Yeah. Like people that give up easily with things are the people that need that. I feel like I don't need that. I'm never giving up. Actually, that's a good point because I I'm feel a like... I'm bull. Hey. Hey. Don't pit bull shame in this house. I mean, in this van. <laughs> yeah, I guess that is kind of like shaming pit bulls when people yeah. say that. Anyway. My pit bull is very nice. She gives up all the time. She's probably snoozing on the couch right now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Belle? Belle, yeah. Yeah, I forgot she's a pit bull. Yeah, my other dog's half pit bull. 
Who? Mookie. Really? Half husky, half pit bull. Yeah. What a mix. Yeah. What a good dog. Best dog in the world. And it's his adoptiversary it today. Is. It is. Yeah. Happy adoptiversary. <laughs> Happy adoptiversary, Mookie. Yeah. He's a good boy. Hopefully people like this banter type <laughs> episode because we're really we're really it's loosening rails, up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, was that the was that the end of that article? That was. But there's I've I had pulled up some other ones too. So okay. Okay. Oh, this is a good one. Manage other people's expectations. So this is a good one because I feel like, like we said, our spouses shame us for not having good work-life balances. Yes. But also you need to be like, there are a lot of people in your life that demand a lot of your time that aren't necessarily entitled to a lot of your time. Yeah. So it's important to manage other people's expectations of where. One thing. Yeah, that's true. One thing that I don't like to do, but I'm not really good at texting people back mm-hmm. and a lot of times when I do text people back it'll be like a day later or two days later and I just I don't like even though I'm kind of on my phone a lot like I don't I don't look at text like I try to kind of keep that stuff at bay especially when I'm at work and everything so yeah. I feel like if you're the type of person that <clears throat> whether it's with clients or with friends or, or anything, if you text them back immediately, you're setting the expectation that, okay, every time I get in contact with them, they should get back to me right away, especially with clients. You know, if, if a client texts you at 9 p.m. on Saturday night and it's not something that's super important, you should wait until the very minimum till maybe Sunday afternoon, but ideally till Monday. Yeah. Because as soon as you do that, you set the expectation that this is okay. I work 24 hours a day. I'm here whenever you need me. And I'm sure most people would be if it was a dire emergency, but 99% of the time it's not. Mm -hmm. But you've just set that expectation that I'm here. I'll respond to you right away, no matter what time of day it is. Yeah. So definitely set those expectations. That That is a good point. That's a great point. All right. Um, learn to say no. That's a good one. I love saying no. Yeah. What what <laughs> article is this from? Uh, I didn't write it down. So. Oh. Ooh, sorry, I didn't cite my source on on this one. We'll just say Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> um. Speaking of Wikipedia, they always said like you can't um, source. What do they call that? Cited as cite a as a source. Yeah. yeah. Um, in like papers in high school and stuff. Yeah. So I would basically just like copy most, almost everything <laughs> from Wikipedia. Uh-huh. But then Wikipedia has sources on it. Yeah. So I would use the sources that Wikipedia <laughs> sourced it from and put those on my, what do they call it? Bibliography? Uh. Is that? No. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> but anyway. No, I don't think it's bibliography. That's. There's any high schoolers listening to this. That's a really good way to get around that. (laughs) You just go to the Wikipedia page, kind of paraphrase what they say there, (laughs) and then just quote their sources. Easy peasy. (laughs) Hot takeaway from this uh, this episode. Yep. Plagiarism. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So wait, was that say no more often? Learn to say no. Yeah. Yeah. Which... That is solid because I used to say yes to everything just because, A, I didn't want to miss out on anything and I didn't want to dis- disappoint people. But yeah. not anymore. 
Yeah, that's that's something that I've gotten a lot better at. Uh, whether it's projects, saying no to mm. projects that don't fit with our style, or yeah. that we just can't fit in, or that you know just don't aren't a good fit for us. Saying yeah. no to them was a huge thing for us. Um, saying no to people that demanded we go out on site to see their project before they would um, send us pictures or anything. That was a huge thing. Yep. Saying no to just a ton of other stuff like people asking us to be on their podcast or go to some event or there's just, if you make yourself available for it, other people are going to fill up your schedule and you're not going to have any control over it. So the more you can say no, and I forget who it was, but I heard that I heard them say their mentality was if it's not hell yes, then it's no. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like it too. Yeah. That's why That's I really guess good I because it. you, yeah, your time is your own and it is, you know, time is money or whatever, but like, yep. really it is. So you really have to be selective with what you say yes to and yeah. make sure that it's really going to impact you rather than just being like, okay, I have to do this thing out of obligation or yeah, like we talk about all the time. It's really hard to work for like family or friends and it's really hard to say no when it's somebody that you care about personally and they want you to work for them or do, you know, yeah, do X, Y, and Z. It's incredibly hard to say no, but yes, but it's important. It is. We should write that in the, in the van. If it's not hell yes, then it's no. Yeah. Because we, we have, we have, we've been very fortunate to have a lot of opportunities come our way and uh, it puts you at a, at a weird situation where, mm-hmm. you know, you can't chase down all these opportunities and you need to be selective with which, how you spend your time and how you, you know, cater your business and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah. obviously that, that stuck with me to some capacity, but I think that's a great one that we could be reminded of daily. Yeah. If it's not hell yes, then it's no. Our quote board is empty right now, so we'll put that up there as soon Definitely. as this episode is over. Yep. Um, okay, next. Pay attention to your emotions. See, I don't know about that. I think stuff your emotions deep down. <laughs> Never embrace them. Just ignore them. Tell yourself, everything's fine. <laughs> everything's fine. We said emotions that all the time. have no place in business. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess that's a good one. Yeah. I feel like that kind of falls in line with the other ones. Like, yeah. It's hard, you know, it's hard to work for family and friends. It's hard to say no to something that you feel like could be a big opportunity right now, but it's going to cost you a lot of money or, you know, just notice your emotions. Yeah. And then that's kind of mindfulness. You know, be mindful of what's going on. You could be really stressed out. You could be. Uh, anxious, you could be burnout, and sometimes people are just going through the motions that they don't even really notice that something needs to change. So, be mindful of your emotions. Be mindful of your mind. Uh, yep. All right, this is what we'll end on because okay. I I know the reference that you're going to say, and it's, oh, I can't it's wait. a really good one. Um, the last one is consider your alternatives. So. If you're not making enough time for your family or the things that really matter in your life and you're letting work overrun you, what happens? Tell us your tell us your story. About, tell the, us your, about the balls? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, a per, it's a perfect analogy to, yeah, to end on. It really is. Okay. Shout out to Mr. Tim. Um, 
I met this gentleman at uh, our uh, the Decorators Pro Summit in Phoenix this year, and he's from Texas, and he uh, just super nice guy. Let me let me pull this up because he said, "Hey, can I have your?" And he had like a Texas accent, which I can't really do. But he asked if he could have my phone number so that he could uh, text me motivational stuff from time to time. And I said, <laughs> "Mr. Tim, that sounds great." So sent me this thing and it was like the most profound thing i'm like i'm so <laughs> glad that i uh gave you my number so he sent me this uh about a month ago good morning sean i hope you were off to an amazing monday i hope you had a restful weekend and got in some good family time and then here comes the impactful metaphor mm-hmm. imagine life is a game in which you are juggling five balls the balls are called family work health friends and integrity You're juggling all of them in the air. One day, you finally come to understand that work is a rubber ball. If you drop it, it will bounce back. The other four balls, family, health, friends, and integrity are made of glass. If you drop one of these, it will be irrevocably scuffed, nicked, perhaps even shattered. Love it. That's profound. It's so profound. <laughs> I was like, Mr. Tim, you nailed it, my man. Yep. So, so it, it is, ultimately, it's incredibly important to balance your life. Yeah. So you don't shatter any of your life balls. Yeah, don't shatter your balls. <laughs> and the work ball will always bounce back. Yep. I mean, I mean, maybe not always. <laughs> like the blockbuster ball isn't bouncing back anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> blockbuster. You know? Yeah. Circuit yeah. City, I don't see them bouncing back anytime soon. Whoa, Circuit City. Yep. Blast from the past. Caldor. <laughs> <laughs> I bet all of the people that owned those companies started other successful companies. Yeah, they're probably doing fine. They probably bounced Good back. Point. Good point. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So it's a work in progress for everybody, I think. Some people are further, yeah. uh, you know, have are better skilled at maintaining that work-life balance is something I always struggle with. So I'm working on it. And if you feel like you're alone in the struggle of balancing your work-life balance, you are not. You're definitely not. Everyone feels that way. Especially business owners and, you know, or just people that are passionate about what they do. Yeah. It's easy to get caught up in it and, you know, just it'll fill up your time. So take that time for yourself and for your family and, uh, I bet when you get back to work, you're going to be better than ever and yep. more productive. Absolutely. So I hope you enjoyed this hard-hitting topic and just <laughs> just mega doses of great information oh, and yeah. insight. But till next time, it's been the hardworking happy hour. See you next week. <laughs>